Digimon Digital Moncast, the podcast where we sit around and watch a kid's cartoon show about monsters. And I'm pretty sure that in this episode, we meet the world's greatest villain. He is incredible. You, you mean one of those Gizamon? <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Let's go for the Gizamon. He's behind it all. Uh, yeah, but Edamon, like, I'm pretty sure that whoever voiced him, like, holy shit, give them all of the money. It's, it's just so fun. He's so stupid. See, I have the opposite feeling about that, but we'll get into that. <laughs> you don't like Elvis Monkey? I said we'll get into that. <laughs> I have thoughts. Yeah, he doesn't actually show. Feelings. He doesn't actually show up for a good chunk yeah. of this episode. Yeah, I bring up when appropriate, but let's just say I have emotions. Yeah. So it's just the regular crew of uh me i'm tyler and then there's me J- jules <laughs> yeah yeah and uh i i'm joel i think you think you're not sure i don't know it's been a long week okay yeah fair enough we might have given joel an identity crisis with all of us talking about australia for like well i mean i'm pretty sure when i woke up i was half convinced i was zenyatta from overwatch god yeah we've been playing a lot <laughs> Played of overwatch so much overwatch good lord because it's just like every, I don't know what, <laughs> past 8 o'clock every night, it's been the Australian people we all know just logging on and playing together. So much Overwatch. Well, I mean, there's nothing else to do at that time. The rest of the world is, like, sleeping. Yeah, yeah pretty much. More and, or less. And meanwhile, Tyler, you had a freaking dream. Yeah, we played so Overwatch. much Overwatch that I had a dream about Overwatch. It wasn't like a cool dream, like I was in Overwatch or anything. It was a dream of me sitting at my computer playing Overwatch. <laughs> Wait, okay, you dream, are you, you are no Martin Luther King, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I had a I had, I a had dream an Overwatch dream, <laughs> and it's it is a sixteen player kill streak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. that great! But yeah, I, Digimon again. Ooh, okay, yeah. Well, just because we I want to take some of the heat off you because you had an Overwatch stream, and I feel kind of bad. I don't want you to be the only one, and I said this off mic, but I might as well say it now. It cannot never be as bad as the time during the height of my WoW obsession when walking my dog in the park, I wanted to go home quickly, even though I live like 20 minutes away from the, the park. I reached in my pocket and thought I'd grab a Hearthstone and half back home. That would be so useful, I- though. It would, but I am still ashamed of that to this day, and I... God damn it. <laughs> if, I, if I've if i been playing a lot of video games through perhaps illicit means, um, sometimes sometimes I have dreams about like utilizing save states, or like frantically trying to utilize save states in my everyday life. Well, like, I, I could really go for that. Life? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it's usually it usually opens with me screwing up super bad and trying to get the key combination to restore from save point to work. <laughs> oh my god. Even though there's no actual keyboard because I'm just in my regular life and that, that that's difficult start, to do. Mm. It's hard to hit F1 when ass. you don't have an F1 key. <laughs> You're going to get one of those cool, like, sci-fi laser keyboards. Well, I, I mean, like ideally, I just, like, graft it into my keyboard. arm or something. <laughs> that would be weird. Like, what happens if you lean the wrong way on something, it presses the key, and then just, like, reloads you to a you save state from, like, ten years ago that you forgot about? <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> oh, shit. If I had it's to like, go back oh, to, like, freshman same. year of college, I would probably just give up. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a twist, you go- <laughs> That's how the mom cast ends. You actually go all the way back to when you first started watching Digimon, and now you have all the knowledge of how, like, what it, its actual quality is when no, you No, he accidentally back goes back to when we first by the started way, this podcast, by the way, and you're like, oh god, the torment starts again. <laughs> by the way, realizing that ten years ago, uh, about three months from now, was when I started college, really makes yeah, me feel old, old, so thanks bro. for that. You old. <laughs> I was starting high school ten years ago. Oh god. Same. Ten years, yeah, I was in the middle of high school. <laughs> but yeah. Oh. Digimon. <laughs> instead of wallowing in sadness. We wallow in well, another kind of sadness. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of feeling old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this this was entertainment. I'm pretty sure that there was uh it was like the seventeenth anniversary of the English dub of Digimon the other week. Yeah, cool. that would be about right, yeah. That's pretty neat. But beyond that, nothing really happened. Yeah. No Digimon news. Beyond like I mean that would be a weird that would be a weird one to week. celebrate. So I'm not really surprised. Years. <laughs> Seventeen years of the English dub, everybody. Woo! It's like the fifteenth this year is the fifteenth anniversary of Tamers. Again, it's a rounded number, so 15 I, I, is fair enough to me, yeah. but... Yeah, like, re-release some of the old cards or something, that'd be cool. Yeah, that, that, yeah. they're putting out a um, 15th anniversary Takato's D-Arc with oh, okay. uh, a bunch of cards and also his card tin that he keeps all his stuff in. That's actually That's Which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I think they're also putting out a uh, Beelzemon Blast Mode figurine, which... Shit! Yeah. This is really cool. <laughs> yeah, as much as, again, that appealed to me at the time because that was around the beginning of my teenage edgelord phase, which we all I go mean, through. I mean, he's such an edgy design, but he's also probably the best written character in the whole franchise. Well, yeah, because he gets an actual arc, and also, <laughs> like, he's actually one of the most heroic characters in the end. Yeah, he's... A really, really good character. He just looks edgy as fuck. Yeah. Yet another yet another uh Digimon named it slash modeled after basically the devil. Yeah. Gets one of the best and more heroic arcs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. This this show really likes its devil. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, hell I mean, Satan. Yeah, the whole, like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we've ever had Satan appear. 
Oh, there has to be a, like a Satan esque Digimon. You're not going into the wiki this early. I'm putting uh, I, I like got... my foot down. No. I mean, I assume, I assume, I assume it appears demon. as like a giant blue. I assume it appears like as a <clears throat> giant blue spiky head or something. Because but... <laughs> that's because we that's all know that's what Japan Satan. thinks of Satan is. No, that's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. Satan. yeah, that's great Satan. That's not. Just that is. Great it is Satan. a great Satan. You're right. <laughs> but yeah, I know we've had uh, like the devil. We've had a demon, and we've had Beelzebub. But I don't know if we've ever. I mean, had we have. Satan. We'll have. We'll, I mean, we'll have the beast. Yeah. Well, yeah. No Satan. Whatever. Satanamon. Um, hmm. <laughs> I wonder what it would look like. Because we've had so uh, many different devils and demons in this show. See, the second you said San- Santanamon, I just sort of like. The American Latin rock band Santana. Oh yeah, yeah, Carlos Santana Mon. Yeah, <laughs> of course. There was also Lucimon. I forgot about him. He's like, yeah, he's weird. But yeah, I don't think there is a Satan. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a sound well, like. <laughs> yeah. Conclusively proven, no Satan. The di- yeah, the digital Minecast taking a hard stance against Satanism. Tyler, correct me if I'm wrong. I- if I'm if I recall correctly, aren't you Christian? No. No. Okay, I must have been I must have been told differently. Huh. Uh, I mean, yeah. not all not all branches of Christianity believe in the devil. No, 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 no. Of course not. But still, just like it would have just been funny. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. We should probably move into this episode at some point because yeah. we need to eventually get to Etamon, who is the greatest character this show has Do featured we? so far. Do we? <laughs> so you see, go, he's not—he's not overtly based on the devil. Well, depending on your feelings on Elvis, anyway. So mm. as I'm not we a all big know, fan. Elvis is like Satan incarnate. So Edamon is the Satan Digimon. <laughs> but yeah, this is this is episode fifteen, uh, the Dark Network of Etamon. Uh or the Japanese title is Etamon. The stage mounting of evil. The the stage mounting of evil. That's that's what it says. Is I, I don't know if I've, that's just I've a bad worked, translation or if it's really like a pun bad, or. I've worked some really bad stage shows, but I'm not sure I would ever. I feel call like any of them the stage show of evil. I feel like that is just a bad mixture of. You know, terrible translation as well as just loose grasp on the English language. I'd say that it, it must it must be mounts it, the stage of evil. Yeah, it must be. Or maybe it's like a right. pun in Japanese that we just don't get with the yeah, translation. Like, yeah, you know, takes to the yeah, stage but somebody, or something like that. Yeah, but somebody really screwed up in trying to preserve the grammatical structure of the original <laughs> text. Yeah, you know, all according to Keikaku. Oh. Wait, what's Keikaku mean again? Well, actually, the translator's notes it. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. It's... No. Yeah. Let's, let's not go yeah, into... Yeah, that's... I hate that so that much. That was the proper proper way to end that. So, Algumon <laughs> runs the recap on this episode. We still don't have a narrator. He hasn't shown his face. Or we never will, because he's a narrator. Um, and his voice in this recap is, like, weird to anyone else, because... Well, strange. I mean, he was probably he was probably reading the script off the page. Mm. 
But anyway, the episode starts out with everyone is sleeping on top of Waymon. Because... Yeah, it's been it's been five days, yeah. which must mean there was a lot of traffic. They didn't have any food. <laughs> like they lost all their food when the raft blew up. There's also like no sleeping bags. No, and, they're like, just they're sleeping on top of this whale. Okay, they're they're out on the ocean. They should all be sunburnt to shit. <laughs> yeah. Sunburnt and then like freezing to death. Like, I've and also I've delirious from to... hunger and thirst. I have... I have fallen asleep on a boat for an hour and woken up like a walking melanoma. <laughs> <laughs> we live in Australia. You, you go to the beach here and it's like 10 seconds on the sand and you've turned bright pink. Yeah, I know. No, I'm, like... I'm, the, I'm the whitest uh-huh. person like possible. <laughs> Believe me, I understand. I know some incredibly white people who've lived here their entire lives, who the generations go back several times, but like, they still go, why didn't you eat sunscreen? What? Because you'll get what? cancer, dummies. Yeah. What? <laughs> anyway, uh, Ty's the only one who's awake, and he's like, man, why is this taking so long? This is this has been five days, why aren't we I there mean, yet? That's a, that's, a, that's a fair point, because Waymon said it would only take him about three. But there's been traffic, clearly. <laughs> Must have all just cleared up. Yeah, he spots uh server in the distance with his spyglass. And assumes it must be an iceberg because Ty is a fucking yeah, moron. Like we're going towards a Can giant I... continent. I see some like land in the distance. It must be an iceberg. Can I also just say it only just clicked with me this scene that it's really funny that Ty pulls out a regular size like spyglass to his giant anime eye. Yep. <laughs> like it That's barely really covers his point. pupil. Like it barely co- like his really entire eye <laughs> like is probably nearly as tall as the spyglass is long. Yeah. We we don't I... mention how big the anime eyes are, but they're pretty big. Like okay like it's anime, that's fair enough, but like you, you would kinda maybe like try and make that fit, but no, like because <laughs> Yeah, if the spyglass had to like actually people. fit his anime eye, well, its relative I mean, size might actually be the size of TK. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so he like wakes everyone up. He's like, "Hey guys, we're almost there." Uh, except Mimi, who's like, "No, I'm having a pedicure." Okay, someone, I, someone I didn't catch who says we got to make sure we have everything we need. You literally yep, have nothing, nothing, and you're on top of yep. a whale. There are no supplies to gather here. Got your digivice? Got your tag? You're done. Yeah. Tom Cruise, at the end of Castaway, had more than they do right now. I mean, maybe in, like, TK would forget Poyomon because he's literally the worst. Um, But yeah, Waymon uh, swims up to a cliff and, like, just straight up drops them. Like, they have to jump off of Waymon to get I mean, to this I mean, Waymon cliff. really wasn't built for, like, passengers. He doesn't have a, like, a Step plank he can lay, put <clears throat> yeah. down for them to disembark from. Mimi doesn't want to like jump well, like, because it's too high. Yeah. And I don't, you know, really blame her, because when we actually see, like, it's quite a drop down. Yeah. Like, but the thing about this is also, Izzy's, like, uh, the map says yeah. this was the best beach to come ashore at. Okay, there's two things here. That's not a fucking beach, Izzy. That is a cliff. And two, you are you are holding a physical map when Jedi put the map into your computer. Where did you get this map? 
He's got um, a he has a printer in his, in his bag. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course he does. Absolutely. Because he's Izzy. <laughs> Takes a printer with him everywhere. No, he just, like, knowing Izzy, he probably just hacked into the digital world again and just made a printer appear. Or, I mean, you joke or, about wait, that, I can, but I can answer. could do that in, I can, like, five episodes. I can time. answer... I can answer both these questions. Okay. Ty drew it. That's why Izzy thinks. <laughs> that's why Izzy thinks they're on a beach right now. Shit. Okay. Yep. That. Yeah. Fits. Yeah. That'll work. Yep. yep. So, um, Waymon swims away, and he's like, "Good luck." And he just fucks off. We'll see him again in like forty episodes. Um. And Palmon, they're like, "So where do we go now?" Because we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. And Palman says, oh yeah, while you were asleep, Waymon told us about a Koromon village nearby. No, he didn't. Translator's note, Koromon means brave little guy. <laughs> brave little warrior. Um, Mimi's like, Koromon, that sounds familiar. And Agumon's like, yeah, I used to be a Koromon, remember? That was like two weeks ago. This episode is one of the worst for, like, beating people over the head with plot points they should already understand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're walking through, like, a weird, rocky desert, I guess, and there's this one shot of Joe walking that's about three frames of animation, and it's so jittery, it's unbelievable. That's, that's weird, that should, that sounds more fluid than their normal, normal number of frames. That's a whole extra frame (laughs) of animation, what the hell? Mimi's like, oh, I want a bath at this village, because, you know... I've been sitting on a whale for five days. I probably stink. Like, okay. That's a we fair can point. Talk about how pampered Mimi is. I, I would want a bath this. after five days on a whale. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's... Like, this is no, like, I mean, I've been. Rat. I mean, I've had some really rough weekends where I was five days on a whale, too. And yeah, you definitely <laughs> need, like, a nice long soak after that. Sometimes just, you just have a Jonah of a weekend, and you just want to get into this hot tub afterwards. I can't imagine, though, just how dirty all their clothes are. They've been wearing the same thing for two weeks. I don't I think they've washed them once. I don't know, maybe maybe Devimon, you know, did a load of laundry while they were in his mansion. But it wasn't real! <laughs> None of that was real! <laughs> the beds were real. He could have had a, he could have had a Maytag in the basement. <laughs> oh, God. Like, okay, that's another that's another like description tag for Digimon in the Monica stuff. None of it is real. Yeah, <laughs> none of it is real, and even if it is, it makes no sense. Um, Pretty much. Agumon's like, wait a minute, I smell Coromon. Um, when did we establish that Agumon had like a super nose? Was that established? <laughs> I probably not. Gabumon. Gabumon. Gabumon has. Yeah, shown to have a good sense of smell. But, Which makes but sense, because he evolves into a wolf. Yeah, yeah, I mean... And the weird thing is that, like, it's not like he says something like, oh, I picked up their scent or something. He's, Akamon says it in the way, like, you say, oh, I smell beef. Like, <laughs> yeah. he, it's like he's going to eat yeah, And also Coromon. that he's, like, surprised that he smells Coromon, despite Palmon being like, then, yeah, we're going to a Coromon yeah. village. Yeah. Mm, Alright, Akamon. I guess you don't have a very good memory. Um, Ty spots a forest in his spyglass. And he's like, that must be where the village is. Why is there a forest just, like, in the middle of a desert? I mean, I mean we've, we've talked about, about this. this. This is Minecraft world. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so stupid. 
So they, they run up, they walk up to the forest, and there's, like, huts all over the place. Just these weird huts. And Mimi's like, oh my god, I need a bath, and just runs away. <laughs> I like that, that's not even me, like, nobody confirmed that they have a bath at the no. village, I'm fairly sure. No, Mimi and just runs off, she's like, I need a yeah, bath right now, or I'm going to die. They haven't seen anyone, it's just straight up, I'm gone, fuck all y'all. Like, yeah, <laughs> Agumon's like, I have a bad feeling about this, something's not right. Okay? <laughs> Alright. Like, Agumon is now, like, Agumon? psychic. He can see the future. Look, I mean, he was a Koromon once, therefore he understands all Koromon. <laughs> 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 so, Mimi gets to the village and finds that this isn't a Koromon village, there's Pagumon here. Uh, and the Pagumon just, like, well, pick her Mimi, up and Mimi steal doesn't, her. Mimi doesn't, yeah, Mimi doesn't find this. She uh, runs into them and just asks Palmon, hey, are, do you really think these are Koromon? Yeah. Uh, like, the Pagumon just. Like, she's met a Koromon. Yeah, yeah. And they, like, the Pagumon basically look like. I don't know. Stereotypical looking like, evil twin to Koromon. Yeah, they have, like, weird rabbit ears. They're, They're Koromon that were like, fed of... after midnight. Yeah. Cause yeah, China, actually. Cause, like, they've got, like, weird rabbit bat ears, and they've also got, like, a like grayish blue complexion and, like, creepy yellow eyes. Yeah, evil eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um,. Instead of Koromon's, like, good guy, big blue anime eyes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Mimi gets kidnapped by the Pagumon. <laughs> they just pick her up and steal her and run away. Um, and they hear her screaming in, like, the big tower hut place in the center of the village. And they're like, quickly after her! And... The one that's weirdly, the one that's weirdly, uh, sized for human beings. Mm, funny that. Yeah, like, all of this is. Yeah. Like, the other huts are at least tiny enough that you could imagine that some little bouncy, like, ball-shaped creatures would maybe utilize it. But, like, it's got stairs and railings? Yeah. Uh, so the kids find Mimi's clothes and stuff just sort of strewn along the floor as they go into oh, this no, hut. Oh, no, it's just like her hat like and a hat and her purse. And then mm. um, Sora finds her clothes in, like, a little So, box. apparently Mimi left that price tag on her hat. <laughs> yes, because Sora picks up and goes, this must be Mimi's hat. And like, there's the price tag. It's Mimi's. This which, says a lot which, in so many ways. Yeah, no, so I was completely wrong about hat? Mimi being rich. She actually has no money, and they she gets all her wardrobe by taking the clothes, leaving the tags on, then returning them. Yeah, she does the return scan. Poor Mimi. But also, if, if Mimi is actually, like, super rich... It would say a lot about her character that she leaves the tags on either A, because she's so forgetful she doesn't take any tags off, or B, she leaves <clears> the tags on so when people can see her clothes, they see how much it fucking costs her. Oh, oh but see, but see, if you well, maybe she just doesn't really realize. rich, if you're truly rich, you don't need to leave the tags on. Anyone important enough to know will know. Well, no, but what is, maybe, maybe Mimi's just trying to be like, uh, you know, it's like the Kim Peel skit with the um, snapback hats. <laughs> Just like constantly I'm thinking leaving, like... that maybe she's just too stupid to realize you're supposed to take the tags off. Yeah, that's just how they come, right? Yeah, like, yeah. they just have tags It's an accessory. On. It's a tassel. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, she's in a bath. Ty and Izzy walk in on her in the bath. Well, I liked the lead up to this because, first of all, there's super, 
super dramatic music going on. Yeah, this like, music. About it's, to die. Yeah, it's like the the team is losing a fight music at the moment. Yeah. Meanwhile, like Sora just finds Mimi's clothes like in a basket in like a tray, and she just goes, "You don't want to go in there." Yeah, like, this, Tie this, parts the curtain. This is very There's clearly the changing the room to a bath. Yeah, and then Izzy bumps into Ty and sees you know sees Mimi also taking bath. They both get screamed at, which is fair enough. And Sora, I just like calmly and walks up, closes the curtain, and just says, "I love what I love." And try. What I love about this is Mimi is completely oblivious to both of them. They could have just silently backed out and said nothing, but Izzy mm-hmm. has to apologize, which alerts Mimi yep. to their presence. <laughs> yeah, yep. but as you'll find out in Try, Izzy has like the biggest crush of all time on Mimi. Yeah, yeah. This is like, and I he has no idea going. how to act, like how to do anything about it. <laughs> like he thinks that uh, turning up to her like weird Hooters restaurant, basically wearing a bow tie oh, is God. Like, yeah, you should watch Try, dude. <laughs> try, try, is, try is a trip. It, it oh, was for their man. school festival. Mimi was like, "We need to start a cafe where everyone wears like bikinis and dances." Oh, why? I mean, welcome to like a lot of. You know, Japanese culture festivals where they just like do kind of crazy shit because they need to, they want to raise the most money. <laughs> I mean, well, you want, I mean, the costume I'm, I'm well familiar with the phenomenon of like cheerleader car washes, so yeah, that's an effective way to raise money. Uh, the Digimon entered a costume contest and Matt got really upset when Gabumon didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> Proud dad Matt just going, no, yeah. my son should have like, won. Come he on, he should have won. How does he not win? It was, it was pretty great. Oh, put, God, that's he perfect. He put weeks of effort into this costume. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Mimi just, like, throws stuff at Ty and Izzy and, like, knocks them over. Because, uh-huh. you know, they, they were peeking at her in the bar. I just really like how... I really like how sardonic Sora is going, I told you guys to go in there. Like, it wasn't even just like she said that as Ty was pieing the curtain. She said it, Ty ignores her and still walks up. (laughs) He was going to save her. He was going to be the hero. Because Ty's a fucking moron. Ty's a moron. Like, we know this. We'll see this next episode that he is, like, the biggest moron. And a terrible person. We'll see him, like, soon. We'll see him soon do it again. Like, be just a complete... (laughs) Utter, like, oh, god damn it, Ty. <laughs> so it cuts to night time, uh, when they're all sitting in, like, the big hut with the Pagumon, who are singing them a song and doing a dance. Now, well, this song... This, you say singing, but... This it's the same thing fucking we, song! It's the same thing we've had earlier, where it's just chanting. Yeah. But they sing it. Like, this, there's a whole scene of them, like, talking to each other while they're in this hut, and... This song plays in the background the whole time, and they're not repeating themselves. They're saying new lines. You just can't make out half of it. I, I just, I was going to write the whole thing down. I was like, you know what? No, this goes for too long. <laughs> and then later on in the so episode, what you, what you need to do they is sing you need it to again. Isolate that audio. Yeah, you need to isolate that audio and just play it in the background as we talk about how awful it is. That's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're singing this stupid song. It's like, you know, welcome to our village. We hope you have fun. Um, although the first line is welcome to our village. We hope you never go. Yeah. Like, okay. Mm -hmm. Just alarm bells. Come on. The hotel Um, Pagumon. Yeah. (laughs) Can never leave. Um, 
Gaumon's like, yeah, this is definitely a Pokemon village. I don't know what you're on about, Agumon. He's like, I swear I smelled Coromon. I'll never it's forget like that smell. It's delicious, delicious Coromon. <laughs> it's like they're blaming Agumon's nose and his intuition when it's like, no, they were told there was a Coromon yeah, village. They were specifically like... told it was a Coromon village and he smelled Coromon. You guys don't think there's something fishy going on? Well then, you know, Sora actually raises this to Tai and says, you don't think this is a trap, do you? With all this bountiful food they're being given, and Tai just goes, no, of course not. I know a good Digimon when I see one. Yeah. Which nobody on this show knows a good Digimon exactly. when they Everyone see one. Everyone thinks there's good Digimon and they're not. They never are. You're just, you're the worst, Tai. You're the worst. Yeah. Tentamon thinks that it's real weird that the Pokemon are just so nice to them. Because he'd always heard mm-hmm. that the Pokemon were pranksters. Which is, yeah, I, like, even as a kid, I, even, even as a kid, I knew that prank, horrible pranksters meant something darker. <laughs> yeah. So, there's another shot of, uh, like, Beomon and Palmon when they're eating, uh, and oh, we get God. more frames of double-beaked Beomon. Oh, it's horrifying. It's, what is with Beomon and having two beaks in this show? It's happened, like, four times. It's- yeah, she just turns her head and then the, the beak is just left there like an after image. Yep. Two beaks. Look, this show is this show is full of like too many teeth and side mouths and double beaks and it's a horror show. Yeah. <laughs> it's like body horror to the extreme. <laughs> oh, um, that one's so blatant too. That's not like just a forgotten frame, like it lingers on screen. <laughs> yeah, like it's not it's not like it's oh, but there you for the rest it. of the like, shot. Oh God. Uh, TK feeds Poemon some food, and uh, Poemon yeah, digivolves. Poemon eats like a bite of a mango. Yeah, it's like the first time he's been fed since he hatched. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm going to digivolve <laughs> like right now." Um, you know, it's really, it's really a good thing. Like TK or somebody on the on Waymon must have been cleaning up uh, Poemon's uh, leavings because otherwise we would have had a Numamon in our hands. Oh God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Tokemon's back. He's still really cute. I love him. Um, there's a and we scene... don't get his terrifying teeth this episode, which is nice. No, we don't. Uh, there's a scene of the Pagumon laughing after, just after he digivolved, and the Netflix subtitles for it say, Cruel Laughter. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> that's one of the more I mean, accurate not... subtitles we've had. Yeah, like, that actually works. There's even an evil... a literal evil glint in their eyes. Like Yeah. Uh, Mimi calls for a cheer for Tokomon, and then there's this shot of everyone clapping, and for some reason, the terrible animation in this shot, I found it absolutely hilarious. It's just, like, the kids sitting there with, like, these disjointed arms in front of them clapping. Just, like, repeating this animation. It's really funny, I don't know why. I really want to know, like, what the budget was for each episode, like... Like, 20 bucks? (laughs) <laughs> that, that, I mean, they probably got a bunch it. of they probably got an, a bunch of animation interns, so they didn't have to pay them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, you know, they put in a lot of effort when they go to the real world because it's all so accurate to what Odaiba actually looks like. Yeah, like they spend so much time doing like taking reference shots and everything. Well, I mean, like they, Did they just spend them, all the money. Okay, on, wait, like, wait, wait. Episodes? Are you trying to claim? Are you trying to claim that they didn't take a bunch of time getting reference shots of the digital world for this part? I mean, I mean, they might. I'll say this much, but it, it's the characters that are moving dumb. <laughs> but also, I'll say this much for the 
sports anime free, they literally went to Australia to take reference shots for little things that are only even in the end credits. I mean, I feel like season. that was an excuse for the production team to take a holiday to Australia. I know, but I'm just saying, if an animation team can go to Australia, <laughs> they can go to the digital world. Um, yeah, no, exactly. Like, they're they're equally difficult to get to and equally dangerous. Yeah. yeah. And, and equally, equally nonsensical. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> so anyway, everyone falls asleep and Tokemon gets kidnapped. Um, yeah, so I want to. I actually want to. I've been paused on the screen of everyone sleeping for a little bit, and I really like it. So I just want to like give everyone a breakdown. <laughs> so yeah. Joe is Joe is sleeping using his bag as a pillow. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agumon is sprawled out on his stomach with his like arms and legs just <laughs> flailing out, taking up as much He's space like as a tiny eagle. fat dinosaur can. Uh, <laughs> um, Biomon and Sora are cuddling, which is kind of adorable. Mm-hmm. Palmon's snuggled up to Mimi's bag. Izzy's <laughs> mm-hmm. snuggled up to his computer. Yeah, yep. yo, Izzy. He knows what's important. <laughs> and and Ty's just like laying on his back with his arms behind his head, looking like he also, does 90% of the time in this show. Yep. In th- this shot also made me realize oh, right, Tentamon doesn't have eyelids, so he just looks like he's constantly awake. Yeah. Maybe he is. Maybe Tentamon doesn't sleep. sleep. And when everyone else is asleep, he just thinks it's what people do, is that every night they just, like, lie on their backs and pretend, and, like, Mm. don't talk to each other. He doesn't realize people sleep. I actually won't lie. This is actually quite a cute, like, grip shot of them all. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's really good. But yeah, we continue the trend of TK not being able to take care of his Digimon, because Tokemon gets kidnapped. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um... And the the uh, Pagumon like tie him up, and he screams out, "I want my Digimommy. Which so you want TK? You don't have a mother, Tokemon. Yeah, you like, hatched from an egg. Which this isn't it, the first time we've been anywhere? over this. Yeah, like <laughs> bloody hell. Uh, and he's like, "So why are you guys picking on me?" He's like, "Well, it's because you digivolved, man." Which that uh, that just seems weird, like. He digivolved, well, I mean, so they kidnapped him? Like, are they trying to steal the secrets of Digivolution? But, well, here's the thing, though. Like, they're an entraining Digimon, and he's an entraining Digimon. He went from a baby to, like, the same level they're they've at. Done like, that. they've all done this. And it's not like a, a Digivice thing where it's temporary. This, this is a permanent change. Okay. I feel like there is something, like... I'm pretty sure we never see Poirimon again. Script? Like, I think they were trying to convey something like, oh, you digivolve, therefore you're part of the end with humans, so you must be part of the Digidestin. That's why we kidnapped you for our master, who's trying to get the Digidestin. And also our master doesn't want any of the Digidestin Digimon to digivolve. Like, there's probably something there. It's just, they've gone, instead of from A to B to C, they've gone from A to It probably makes way more sense in the Japanese. (laughs) Yeah? Uh, They also say that, oh man, you guys were so easy to trick. And then one of them does that weird thing where they, like, pull down their eyelid. Like, yeah, what Mimi did in yeah. the her episode. Um, yeah, I mean, a... I mean that's clearly a gesture that transcends all cultures, so I don't know why you're so confused by it. <laughs> because they I don't have I... hands! Yeah, they like, did it with their weird like, ear thing! They bunny ears, but they use it as hands as well. That's a good point. I never actually thought about it. That's super weird. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> And the fact that they just like are holding sticks like that, yeah. and then they, like one of them fiddles they with a tied a rope on a with that. Like imagine yeah. your ears were your hands, and the way you actually manipulated tools. Oh god! 
No, that's too weird. <laughs> um, imagine if your hands were ears. I feel like it would be really hard to pick things up. <laughs> It'd be really hard to hear anything. <laughs> yeah. You're like the shittier version of um, the Pale Man from Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> he looks real intimidating and scary you just look like an idiot yeah you look like you're doing a bad elephant impression yeah. <laughs> um, anyway three Gazimon appear and they're like yo what's going on um, which Gazimon are just giant grey rabbits yeah they're just yeah. big clearly they're an evolution again, yeah. again with leather straps yeah it's weird. Like, on their tails. Like, why? What, like, what also <laughs> weirds me out is that TK is the one who does their analyzer intro, and he's not even there. If they had Tokemon do it, that would have been perfect. But oh, yeah. TK the, the does subtitle, it. The subtitles here just assume it was Tokemon, so... But it, it doesn't sound yeah. like Tokemon. It sounds like TK's weird new voice actor. It's like last yeah. time, remember, there was a weird, like, audio thing and the subtitles yeah. didn't match up either. Like... <laughs> but they say on, like, so... an evil scale of 1 to 10, a Gazimon is a 12. You so... just fought the devil! You just fought the devil! Yeah, I was just gonna say, so where does Devimon fall on the scale? Um... Maybe you should fix the scale. Like... <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when you grade evil on a curve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Gazimon's like, like... We went from uh... fighting the devil to fighting a trio of... Rabbits with eyeliner, like... So much eyeliner. That's how you know they're evil, because they got eyeliner. That's why they're more evil than Devimon. What are you trying to say about me? <laughs> eyeliner is evil. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so Gazimon's like, uh, where's Tokemon? Like, I'm sorry, where did Tokemon come from? Not where's Tokemon, he's right in fucking front of them. Um, and the Pagumon are like, yeah, he came with some humans from the village. And they're like, there are humans in the village? So these are these are supposedly the first humans to ever be in the digital world. Yet fucking everybody knows everyone who knows what, what they are. Yeah. It's like the second hu- the humans entered the digital world, like an information packet was like spread across <laughs> yeah. all denizens. Everyone like, got you know, a letter in actually, the mail. Actually, that from... explains so much. That explains how the fucking Digimon know who and what every other Digimon like... is, despite having never encountered them. It's like Jedi sent everyone in the digital world a letter. It's like, humans and you. I was literally about to say the exact same thing. Like, like just a pamphlet you open, like, oh, okay. Just open a TXT file, like, oh, yep, okay. <laughs> oh, God. Getting stuck on a mailing list in the digital world would be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> um, just Ogamon constantly emailing you. Oh, no. And Ogamon wouldn't be able to, like, spell correctly either. Everything would be spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so he spells crate with a K. So the Pokemon character. Yeah, except Pokemon. not where you think it's gonna be. Oh god! <laughs> oh god! They take Pokemon behind a waterfall uh, and toss him into a cage, and he is so sad. Uh, he's just super, super sad. They lock him in the cage and like walk off, and he sees some red, scary eyes in the darkness behind him, and he starts crying, and he's so fucking sad. That it's a good thing we never see these Pokemon again because when he turns back into an angel, some motherfuckers are getting smote. Yeah, like this is straight up like <laughs> some real traumatizing bullying shit that's happened to Tokemon. Like... <laughs> so if you're gonna pick on anyone, maybe don't pick on the guy who turns into an all powerful angel. 
Yeah, someday someday he'll naturally like digivolve into Magna Anjuman and like be permanently that, and he'll still like have these horrible PTSD flashbacks, <laughs> these little, little fucking rabbit head things. Is, is this is this the meme? Be careful who you make fun of in junior high. Like, yeah, don't make fun of the weird like pig thing because he turns into he turns into God. <laughs> basically, turn into an angel. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> One of the I mean, yeah. Read your Bible. Read your Bible. Rabbit pigs turn into angels. That's where they come I'm from. I'm gonna ask my very Christian girlfriend this. Mm, yeah, <laughs> well, that, that's how it works. That's where they come from. <laughs> um, so one of the Gazimon, because there was three of them, is like, I need to go tell Lord Edamon that the humans are here, uh, and I need to ask him for time off for a haircut anyway. Uh, I only mentioned <laughs> this terrible joke because the subtitles spell it H A R E cut. Because they look like rabbits. Like it's okay. A, like it's a fucking that, Looney Tunes cartoon. That is... The like, subtitle That's not even a, a joke and... in the show. That was the subtitler making their own that's, pun. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> Why would you do this? Um, yeah. So he, like, runs off to tell the others. Uh, to tell Edamon. Um, and... The place he goes to, it's it's like a, a beach or a desert, but there are boats that are, like, jammed into the sand, like, sh- standing straight up. Just everywhere. They're like buildings, but they're boats, just point first into the sand. It's so weird. It's actually, again, I like these sort of surreal <clears throat> sets. Like what is this nice a digital representation just... of? Um... We need to know. Um, all the failed e-commerce websites. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, yeah, that works. Yeah, I, I can, I can deal with that. Um, and or and or shut down erotic fanfic sites because mm. the ships what? are buried. Oh, like, like you're awful! <laughs> you're so bad. Oh, but it, it's okay because a monochrome on hauling a trailer shows up uh and i looked this up on the wiki because i wanted to know the kanji on the side of the trailer mm-hmm. uh stand for laughing gate of the heavens i'm sorry kanji are you talking about the digicode uh, yeah sorry yeah digicode uh and it's pronounced etamon which is pretty Japanese fantastic and he's got his own name as, like, a phrase written on the side of his trailer. So, the trailer starts to open up, and smoke pours out, and, like, rainbow lasers yeah, this is, shoot everywhere. Yeah. He has been hotboxing the shit out of that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> we get it, you digivape. <laughs> God, let Edamon tell you about his vape rig. Oh, he would. That's what that Monze Montoy is. That's his custom vape rig. Well, I figured the oh, microphone. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would have thought it'd be his microphone that it yeah. doubles. Yeah, as well. so the microphones. The microphone's the rig. The Monzeman is where he keeps all of his different. Um, yeah, it's like a patch where he keeps all of his formulas. Yeah, he's got all the e-liquids in the Monzeman, and then do you think he uh, he must sub ohm, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I actually like the other week. I finally saw in person for the first time someone vaping. Uh, Took we- you that long? Yeah, weirdly enough, but 
I mean, I could introduce you to about 20 people here, like, if you want to fill don't. that void. Please don't. Pretty much all Please my don't. friends that used to smoke vape now. <laughs> yeah, I've not actually seen anyone in person vape yet, until recently. And <laughs> I would, enough, I would kill I, for that. God. I will say, <laughs> I will say at least, I mean, like, it's the better than I them saw, smoking. she looked like, like, she looked like a not-too-far-distant future female bounty hunters, which, that was kind of cool at yeah, least. Yeah, no. I'll I'll give I'll give this vaping physically looks cooler than smoking. Mm-hmm. Smells better, too. but <laughs> and it's still like, like as somebody who's done like stage tech work, like I can appreciate the actual tech. Like mm. it's basically a miniaturized <laughs> fog machine, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> but Edamon shows up out of the trailer. He is awesome. He is a monkey. Well, I say monkey. He looks like a dude wearing a monkey costume. And, like, the top has always thought, made me think of a banana as well. Yeah. It looks like he's got a banana uh, stem at the top of his and head. And he he's, like, constantly doing an Elvis impression. And he's just awesome. Okay. Also, also, this... there is a there are several seams on his body with stitches yeah, holding that's him together. That's why... Like, it made me think he looked like a dude wearing an Etamon costume. Honestly, though, like, like he doesn't look like a person in a costume. He looks more like a stuffed animal come to life. Yeah. He yeah. also has a zipper on one of his arms, just FYI. Yeah. And he has, he has a toy Monzemon, like, attached to his hip. It's not attached to a belt or anything. It just kind of sits there. I really wish Monzemon had a toy Edamon he carried around. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, really close that item? Loop. That's how they like. That's how they keep in touch with a long distance relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so one of my favorite things this episode is Tentomon does the analyzer intro for Edamon. It just starts out by him like super dryly going, "There is nothing entertaining about Edamon." <laughs> Wrong again, oh Tentomon. Tentomon has been to those concerts and he was not impressed. You're wrong, Tentomon. He is amazing, uh, and apparently he controls electronics, mm-hmm. which because, in the digital world has some interesting implications. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't that just mean he controls like reality? <laughs> Seems kind I mean, of. It sense. basically does. We actually see yeah. it later. He oh, kind yeah. of does. Um, so Edamon just like beats up the Gazimon because he's a jerk. Um, and he's like, the humans are gonna be here soon, I can put my plan in motion. And Gazimon's like, yo, the humans have, have been at the village since yesterday. He's like, but, <laughs> but my plans, they were flawless, it's not fair. Like, the best thing is, like, he, there's, like, a little blip, which is, like, obviously a representative of the Digidestin on, like, the map behind him. He then, like, angrily smacks his, uh, console, and the blip suddenly, like, it just teleports. <laughs> jumps forward a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> like, um... I just, I love Edamon's shitty Elvis impression. How he'll say a line, and then after it, just for no reason, go, oh. Like, the thing was... It doesn't fit. It's so the funny. The thing was, when watching this episode, I, when I first heard the ho-ho-ho, I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> he keeps then the doing time, it. Then he goes, ho-ho-ho, yep. Then he kept going and going, and I just realized, oh no. <laughs> oh no, he's just gonna keep doing it. He's gonna oh keep no. going. It's great. Like, it's not even a good Elvis impersonation. It is like it's an awful. Elvis impersonation. It's it's an Elvis impersonation by way of a shitty Johnny Bravo impress- impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's, a basic. He's it's, so it's less of an Elvis bad, impersonation and more him. of an amateur Elvis impersonator impersonation. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 
it's not, it's not like someone telling someone, hey, do an Elvis impersonation. It's like someone saying, hey, what, yo, hey, uh, what do you think an Elvis impersonator sounds like? Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's at it's, least one step removed. He's so good, though. Like, it's, it's so, so bad, I can't help but enjoy him. But it just drags on and on. <laughs> we only have, like, and another on. five episodes of this guy, don't worry. Yeah, no, he's he's a fill, he's a filler boss. He doesn't yeah. really count. I need more weddings to schedule so I can miss episodes with Edamon. <laughs> so we cut back to um the team looking for Tokomon. And there like, are more good episodes in the Edamon arc than there are in the Devimon arc. Just think about that. I mean, yes, that's true. Well, I mean, because there's, the there's time... one good episode. But I but I at least had like. Devimon DM in my head, which was fun. Edamon, again, is just like, it's the new DM who's come in, he doesn't know how to, like, roleplay characters, so he's just sort of the first impersonation he could do for a character, <laughs> and went, well, I guess I'm sticking with this now. Like, Edamon, yeah. Edamon is the guy who comes from, like, a chorus background, and he's, <laughs> he's trying to put too much showmanship into everything. Yeah. Oh, I like his scene later, and we'll get to that. It's so good. But they're looking for Tokomon. And Nimi's like, oh, I wish we we could find them already. I've got beauty treatments. And Tentamon's like, yeah, heaven forbid that, like, one of our friends is missing and you miss your fucking pedicure. This is a bit of a dunk on Mimi episode from start to finish. Even, like, during the feast scene, like, Mimi says, like, she feels like a princess with all this stuff. And (laughs) Joe just sardonically goes... You know, I had a chihuahua that was named Princess once. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like... (laughs) Holy crap, Goma- they're all just sick of her. Yeah, Gomamon's pretty savage here, though, and, like, yeah. Mimi doesn't pick up on it at all. Gomamon is, like, oh, he's so cool. I love Gomamon. Yeah, Mimi's, Mimi's just like, huh? <laughs> and Joe has to rub it in. He's like, huh? He was being sarcastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she doesn't get yeah. sarcasm. Uh, the Pagumon come in, and they're like, oh, yeah, he's not by the waterfall. You know, because they're lying scumbags. Mm-hmm. Um... And Izzy, like, marks it off his map. He's drawn of the village, like, in the dirt. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, that's what Izzy would do instead of, you know, using his computer. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> um, and we cut to Agumon. Indubitably, you mean. Uh, we cut to Agumon, who's out in the forest. And he's like, something's definitely wrong, because my nose always knows. <sighs> Does it, though? I- You've never had, never been shown to have a good sense of smell before, and I'm pretty sure you're never shown to have it again. Yeah, it's just, uh, that's a big problem with this no, whole Edamon arc in general, is that all of the episodes, for no particular reason, focus on Ty and Agumon. Like, all of them. <laughs> Even the ones where other people find their crests, it's always about Ty. Yep. Um... <sighs> Yeah, he's like, I smell Karamon! And he runs off. This waterfall is better animated than the ocean. Yep. God, it is, isn't it? (laughs) Yep, it is. It's, yeah, it is. It's got actual detail drawn into it. Mm Mm-hmm. And a sense of motion. Yeah. Yeah. It's not just, like, one uniform color that kind of just, like, lifts. It doesn't look like a pop-up book. Yeah. That's an improvement. That's obviously where they spent the budget. (laughs) <laughs> and on, on Agumon's animation, for some reason, in this episode, it's really good. I don't know why. Yeah, well, because he has some. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
he goes behind the waterfall and he uh, spots Tokomon in the cage. And then he sees all of the Koromon, which were the scary eyes that Tokomon saw, who are just like crammed into these cages. Like, at least Tokomon gets his own cage to himself. There's like 16 Koromon in one cage. It's yeah, uh, it's it's like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they they say they've been in there for like three days. Yeah, Agumon, Agumon is well. They say pets take after their owners. Apparently, the same is true for Digimon because Agumon's response is, "Boy, you guys need bigger apartments." Ah, <laughs> I <sighs> Agumon. Um, Tokemon's a little snarky here. He's like, you know, I appreciate chatting as much as the next guy, but if you untie me, we can like go get help. <laughs> Which is a very good point. I think Tokemon is just glad to be able to talk again. Mm-hmm. Well, and I love I love Agumon's response to to start like tugging at one of the Koromon cages, completely ignoring Tokomon. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Gazimon, the two Gazimon that were left behind, turn up and like jump him. Just all right, cool. You're you're fighting two Gazimon now, Agumon. Suck shit. Um. And he, he starts getting beaten up, and he's like, I need Ty to help me digivolve. If only this waterfall weren't here. And again, in an like, uncharacteristically clever move, he starts shooting the water with his pepper breath, and it like makes the steam rise from the waterfall. Which Ty which spots. Then Ty, yeah, which Ty spots with Spyglass and calls it smoke. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's tired. I mean, it's very Give much like the plan worked, but Ty's still an idiot somehow. Yeah. Like, but, I don't know. Like, like at a distance, without like, seeing the see source. Smoke. Yeah, could you re- could you confidently tell the difference between steam and smoke? I guess, but still, like. Yeah, but Ty sees it and he's like, "I see smoke," and TK immediately goes, "It's Tokomon." <laughs> because yes, because Tokomon has often shown the ability to generate like giant clouds of smoke. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's well known for that. It's Tokemon is also feature. a notorious vapor. <laughs> what we miss, what we but miss, Tokemon... is a scene of uh, Edamon and Tokemon comparing rigs. So yeah. th- that scene where it was Anchimon and Devimon, where they were like in that big white cloud when they were dying, that wasn't like energy or anything. That was just the the vape rig that yeah that Anjumon had been setting off the whole time. You know Anjumon's stuff. That's his rig. Yeah. Devi- when Devimon said he used up all his power, what he really meant was juice. Yeah. Yeah. And see here, and battery, I have been on record saying I will not king shame the devil, flat. but I'll fucking shame the devil for his, you know, fucking goddamn vape rig bullshit. <laughs> um, Don't vape! <laughs> I mean, if, if you're trying to quit smoking or something, it's a great way to wean yourself off. Don't make a yeah. lifestyle out of vaping. Yes, yeah, thing. Like, wean yourself off of it. You don't just go, yeah, seen, I'm going to make this a new thing. Have you seen Or be like people I know and take up vaping when you never smoked previously. <laughs> Why? Don't be a competitive vapor. Have you Please, seen that children. video from a, uh, a vape convention where there was, like, a big crowd of people standing there? It's like, okay, three, two, one, and then they all blow out at the same time. Oh, it's actually oh. the worst thing. You just can't see anything. This oh. is how you I know justify I... like my model kit habit. <laughs> yeah. At least it's not vaping. <laughs> like if I ever wanted to give myself a migraine, I'd keep in mind that those are a thing that exists. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, um, 
The Pagumon are like, seriously, there's nothing behind the waterfall. Don't fucking go there. We already checked it. And like, <laughs> the mean the kids like, and what, like, why? Just like, why? And they just go, no, trust us. It's cool. It's cool. Don't worry. It's cool. It's cool. What are you, cops? You, co- you gotta tell us you're cops. It's cool. It's cool. Izzy's like, you know, he could have gone there after you guys checked it out. Yeah. And it's like, which for real though, he's not there. Don't go there. Like, which, that's a good point. But the way Izzy says it makes it think like, makes me, it sound like he thinks that Tokemon is just out for a stroll. <laughs> yeah. Like, he could have arrived there afterwards. Like, yeah, what do you think? He's going for a tour of the woods? <laughs> yeah. Um, then Mimi suddenly screams. She's like, what is this? It's so gross. Because she has a bottom on on her lap, which is the the weird black squishy ball Digimon. Like the baby. Uh... And it's like, why would a Bonamon be here? It digivolves into Coromon and then Agumon. Yeah, again, the episode just completely, like, hammering us over the head with information we already understand. Yeah. I mean, it's also, really just kind of hammering in the fact that these kids are really, really stupid. Also, aren't there only, like, five different baby Digimon types? Yeah, this, I think this was before they decided that, like, basically anything can digivolve into anything. <laughs> but, like, even so, like, when we saw Primary Village, it was full of the same four or five different Digimon. Mm-hmm. Therefore, yeah. like, you can't have a one-for-one hey, one ratio there. That it's doesn't really work. hard to design distinct, like, weird blob monsters. Right. Th- no, that's fair. But, like, you can't say that, well, this must be a Coromon Village because Coromon is one of the 20 different things that can come from this baby. <laughs> um... Also, again, like to mention the subtitles here, because they say it, that Bodemon is the small egg form Digimon, uh, and the subtitles say the small acorn Digimon. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, both of those make about the same amount of sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and then they're like, so this is a Karamon village and the Pagumon like, don't belong here. And then the Pokemon sing that fucking song again as they just walk away and, just, and everyone just lets them go. I like it. It's just like... <laughs> how do I put it? Um, it's like someone's committed identity theft and like everyone is surrounding this person and the person goes, well, I better mosey on out of here and he just walks off. Yeah, there's like a little, there's like I mean, a little jig as he walks out the room, like... Yeah, it's biz- just bizarre enough to keep everyone from reacting properly. Yeah, it's just like, you, so it's Hold like, there. you got rid of all the Coromon, then took over to lure us in here, you gave Mimi a bath and fed us, and then you took, took, what? <laughs> just yeah, like, yeah. Yep, yep, nope, that's exactly it. You guys are amazing this at this. This is really like, concrete fantastic. Plan. And by that time, I'm gone, because I was backing out the entire time. Yep. <laughs> Although I do like Ty's reaction here, where he's like, "Ugh, never trust anything without feet." Like Coromon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, real ableist of you there, Ty. Fuck you. <laughs> Good point. Wow. Fuck Ty. So, yeah, Agumon's getting beaten up by the two Gazimon. Uh, mm-hmm. When Ty turns up, he's like, "It's digivolving time." He actually says that. I'm not kidding. Um, like, that's a line. <laughs> I just imagine Ty holding it as his device and yelling Greymon. Did you Greymon! Yes! <laughs> yep. 
So there's this... Okay, what happens in this shot? So, like, Agumon's in the cave behind the waterfall, and he can see Tai, who is, like, I guess to the side of the waterfall, and he digivolves to Greymon, and then the waterfall just, like, splits. Like, there's some rocks on Greymon's head, and the waterfall just yeah, splits Yeah, no, it, it just opens like a curtain so that we can see everything that's going on. And how? He's Moses. Uh, Did you know? God. With the amount of Christian imagery in this show, I'm just willing to just say shit like that now. Like, so yeah. he just he just blasts the Gazimon into the river. Because he's a giant fucking dinosaur. What are they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> um, TK is really happy to be reunited with Tokomon. Uh, he says, I'm like a boomerang. I just keep coming back. TK, please don't take that literally and throw Tokemon. Please, please, please. <laughs> Tokemon's so cute. Who could throw him? Um, <laughs> then they let all the Koromon out of the cages. Like, it's okay. You can go back to the village now. The Pokemon, like, they left and we didn't stop them. Um, and then... Suddenly, giant fucking Etamon in the sky. <laughs> like... Oh, huge shit. Edamon in the sky. It's... Somehow I never caught this. Like, before we see anything, we just hear his voice. And Joe actually says, oh, great, it's a Digi-Elvis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just completely uh, fucking lampshaded immediately. Yep. Uh, I really like this shot where we first see him. Because he's in the sky and he has, like, a weird spotlight thing behind him that I guess projects him into the sky. And yeah, like like ba- layout, like Batman. Gazimon yeah. is filming him with a video camera. It's for a sizzle reel. Yeah, they're gonna put Which that up on YouTube so later. Hilarious! Huh? He's gotta build his presence. There. Yeah. And no, no, you're going Vimeo. No, no, this is this is 1999. This is before Google bought YouTube. It was still the hip new thing. <laughs> oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when this is when people were still being discovered on YouTube as musical artists. Yeah, this is well, this is this, this is, is back YouTube. when ninety percent of what was on YouTube was rips of television shows. <laughs> God, I miss those days. Um, I mean, you had to watch them in four parts because you couldn't upload a video longer than ten minutes. Yep. But yep, yep. But that's the way to do it. Um. So he's Edmond uses his attack here, which is called Dark Network Concert Crush. Where he like plays his guitar and then these black cables appear everywhere and shoot black lightning. Yeah, like he's he's basically laid cables all across servers. Like apparently File Island was powered by gears and server just has a giant black fiber optic network. Yeah, the dark network. Is Edamon just Comcast? No, no, he's nowhere near evil enough. <laughs> <laughs> On that scale where Gazimon scores a 12, Comcast doesn't even rate. They're just too Comcast high. Comcast is like... Comcast is the rating of yeah. people? Like, that's... On a scale of 1 to 10, they rate a Comcast. Yep. <laughs> uh, okay, so Sora calls for everyone to Digivolve. And I would like to point out here that not only does only one of them Digivolve, but you see Agumon. Oh, right, yeah! He, he Digivolved. <laughs> Why is he there? Yeah. <laughs> well, like, they yeah, didn't that... have space to put Greymon in there. Especially because right after Gabumon digivolves, he's standing right next to Greymon. Like, they yep. suddenly remembered. 
It's like Agumon's just in this shot, even though he was Greymon at that point. Alright. Sweet. So yeah, only Gabumon Digivolved, and the rest of them, I guess, just stand around being useless. Well, um, I mean, that's 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 implying that Garurumon doesn't stand around being useless. This is true. Uh, <laughs> so then Edamon uses the Dark Network Concert Crush again, uh, and mm-hmm. it forces the Digimon to revert back to Rookie. Yep. Do we ever see him do this again? I don't know. And also, like, afterwards, you know, they're, like, completely dumbfounded by us, and they say, oh, no, it's terrible, and Tentamon says, you know, <laughs> if only we could, like, there's a way to di- for us to digivolve beyond. Like, that would somehow help. To go even further beyond? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> digivolving didn't work, so let's digivolve more! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's always like, worked before. Oh no, our t- like our tower of Lego bricks got knocked over. We just need to build, build it even taller. Like, no, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, it's it's the Digimon work. equivalent of well, punching him didn't work. I just need to punch him harder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tensumon and also... just like and just like in Dragon Ball, that actually works. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is literally how they beat Edamon, is by digivolving further. <laughs> um, Tentumon asks, like, does rock and roll have that effect in your world? And Sora's like, only on our parents. Which, okay, this is the basically the turn of the millennium, and these kids are like eight. Their parents grew up with, like, well, probably grunge, honestly. But... They probably grew up with like, grunge and queen and everything like that. Like, their parents came from the rock and roll era, most likely. But they're just so mean. It's like, oh. Anyway, like, the village is just getting blown like, the fuck up yeah. while this is happening. I might want to mention. Yeah, so yeah, you can go back to the village, Carmon. Whoops. Like, there's just straight up those huts are like just exploding. Mm-hmm. That village is fucked. Um, yeah, it's okay. Like the the Pagumon may have left, but you can never really get rid of a Pagumon infestation. Once you get them, like you're <laughs> gonna like keep ants. getting them. He's got to burn the place to the ground and just re Really? Yeah, you really ha- just have to pack up and move. It's the only way. <laughs> um, Tensumon's like, yeah, we need to digivolve further, so we need to get those crests that Jedi mentioned. Or you could hire an exterminator. Holy shit. Okay, now even I'm in a bit annoyed at that, Joel. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you reached my pun barrier. <laughs> so Edamon blows up the entrance to the cave that they're in, and they're like, oh no, we're trapped. And they run further into the cave, into, like, a perfectly square room with, like, smooth walls, uh, and the symbol of a sun on one of the walls. And it's like, what well, is yeah, this that's... place? It's like, this is the room in the cave where we go when we need to hide. It's a panic room. Yeah. Except it's except it's a dead end in a cave. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's not a safe place to hide. That's a place no to get massacred. To this room. Like, I mean... This reminded me, I don't, I never actually checked this, but in high school, we were told by a science teacher that there was, like, an island, uh, that sometime during, I think, um, either by the end of World War II or around, like, the, uh, beginning of the Cold War, they, like, had an underground tunnel that led to a bunker where they basically, you know, went in case of any sort of attack, and yet they then discovered later on that the island was actually on top of a volcano. 
Oh, nice. <laughs> they kind of went into a volcano. Like, <laughs> I just remember him telling us that. Like, And the second he said, Level. but it was built on top of, and everyone in the class went, oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was going to say, it was built on top of another bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Before, like what? <laughs> no, no, it's well, going. Like that, it's what? it's for the uh, it's for the uh, enemy. They tunneled in from the other direction. <laughs> yep. Or well, like the disappeared like uh, previous island is like a Roanoke situation. Like <laughs> oh. the missing colony. They left the previous bunker. We found it. <laughs> <laughs> but then it's like. If you build a bunker under, like, on top of a bunker, and it's like, oh no, they found that bunker, let's go into the other one, they'll never suspect that. I mean, that would be, like, that's the safest place, where, like, where's safer than a bunker? Another bunker beneath the bunker. Exactly. Yeah, every bunker should have a good panic room. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're in this weird square room, um, then Ty's tag starts to glow, and the whole room just starts glowing. And they're like, what's going on? Uh, and then the back wall... Oh, the yeah, by the, the way, yeah, symbol. the entire room, including what used to be a, like, tunnel that they came here from, starts glowing. Like, yeah. a wall appears behind them where previously there was none. They're now trapped in a room. Yeah. And the wall that had the, uh, the sun symbol on it uh, just, like, shrinks into a tiny, tiny little thing that then locks itself into Ty's tag. And he's like, we have our first crest. When you did nothing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's kind nothing, of how Ty. all of these crests work, is that they just go somewhere, and they just happen to find it. And Ty learned a this... valuable lesson and grew as an individual. Yeah, definitely. This, it takes more effort to go on an easter egg hunt. Because <laughs> you actually have to find the eggs yourself and pick them up. Yeah, they weren't even looking for a crest when all this like, started. They were just trying to, to like, get a meal. He didn't even have to, like, you know, pick up the crest and put it into his tag. It puts itself into his tag. Well, yeah! <laughs> uh, and then, the suddenly, like, where the wall used to be, it's now just, like, a big old forest. And Joe goes, didn't this used to be a wall? I mean, yeah, but it turned into you a crest. Were you not paying fucking attention? Like, Joe. This happens a lot where they get trapped somewhere and then there's a crest just conveniently on a wall that turns into an escape. I'm pretty sure it happens at <laughs> least three times. Which is amazing considering there's only seven crests. <laughs> and only like and five episodes to find them in. The so apparently the crest actually teleported them because the Coromon were like, these mountains are a long way from our village and we're stuck here. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, their village is gone, so it's no big loss, but still, that kinda, that's kind of They're a raw refugees. deal for the Coromon. <laughs> um, Ty's like, with this crest, we can do anything. I think we've taken our first step on the trip home. Yeah, that's not going to backfire on you at all. <laughs> next episode <laughs> like, yeah. holy shit you fucking yeah, stay tuned, you yeah, stay tuned for the next episode where he proves that anything doesn't necessarily just mean good things <laughs> yeah I mean Ty is a horrible person yeah we've established this 
Uh, and then it ends the episode with, like, a dark network cable spots them, and then Edamon's like, uh, the kids got away, but I'm not worried, because I'm fucking awesome. And he does, like, a, a laugh as it closes the episode. Which I mean, that's is good for him. He's got, some self- he's got self-esteem. That's good. Which is subtitled as Evil Chortle. Which <laughs> is pretty great. I like that. Okay, I think the subtitles of this episode have actually been pretty good for the most part. Yeah, when they're not done by the American Board of Education. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. AKA I'm child the next labor. Because it's a good episode. It was, like, honestly fine. Um, like, stuff happened in this episode compared to last episode. Yeah, like, something actually happened. We got the first crest, which... I mean, I mean, actually, yeah, a lot happened. other than Ty, it might have, like, worked out okay. <laughs> there was a, like, actual story that developed throughout the episode. That's yeah. good. Like, yeah. not only and did like, things happen, the but there was a logical progression from one thing to another. Yeah, the new Big Bad has appeared. And they decided They've to... established that he's actually a credible threat for the most part, despite yeah. him being a crappy Elvis impersonation. TK's uh, partner is no longer completely useless and in danger of being killed by negligence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there we got the first crest, like I said, and it, it could have been anyone. Yeah, other which than is Tom. a great yeah, which is a great development that will you know lead to many wonderful <laughs> things for everyone. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 Sunshine, sunshine, lollipops from here on out. Yep. And continuity errors with them knowing the name of the crest, but let's not mention that. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that, that's gonna go well definitely next week yeah yeah tune in next week for everything going peachy yeah yep. nothing it, could absolutely nothing bad happens next wrong. week mm-hmm. <laughs> do we have any questions because i think i had one uh, i got a i got a handful uh, so um I basically just ask like any questions because you know, like in true <laughs> podcast format. Because I only got one Digimon related question. I'll save that one for last. I have I'll save that one, one for later. Digimon we don't really want to answer anything Digimon related. So let's do on this the non Digimon questions. First. Well, I'll also say like I, I did previous. Oh, actually, you know, what? I'll save. There's a lead up to why I was asked this question, which I feel I was asked out of spite. But anyway, um, first normal question was, uh. Bolivar, at Bolivar T. Buckle on Twitter, aka Matt from the from TWA, asks, "Best Overwatch character?" Mm, I don't right, know. Fair if he's Best in terms of design or most fun to play? I will say like one of each. The most fun to play for me is definitely Zenyatta. You just Zenyatta, the uh, robot monk. He's a robot monk who uses like his robot like stuff to like float around and shoot orbs at people's heads yeah he shoots chi good and bad he has like these robot orbs that he wears as a necklace that float around his face and he shoots them at people well essentially it's like it's tibet it's like um tibetan monk uh like the beads but around robot. his neck but like yeah he's a robot <laughs> he's fantastic but uh, who would you say is like your i guess favorite in this case like in terms of just design outside of like gameplay wise oh i don't know there's so many good ones to choose from, and they're all so cool. And they all have such great personalities. Even yeah, like, they did a 
really good job. Even like the King Edgelord himself is still really fun just because he's such a goof. Yeah, like <laughs> He's such a dork. I, like, it's funny how the audience for Overwatch has collectively agreed, yeah, Reaper, the guy with the skull mask with twin shotguns and the hood and everything that turns into smoke, yeah, he's a goofball. And all he ever talks about is death and dying yeah. and darkness. He's yeah. such a dork. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, he is basically, he's not like an act, like, in that game, and even in the fiction to some extent, he doesn't seem like an actual credible, horrible threat. He just seems like the guy at high school who always wears a black trench coat. He's more of a death geek than a death. Yeah. Yeah. I really like, um, half of Diva's design. Because <laughs> Diva's whole character is that she was, like, a StarCraft pro who was hired by the Korean government to pilot their mech because of her great reflexes. Um, and that is fucking awesome. <laughs> and she's this tiny little Korean girl in a mech that shoots people. <laughs> Uh, the only problem is that her lines are disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> she's just, she's like the ultimate meme lord. Yeah, like her, like one of her sprays is literally her, is like literally just a salt, a salt shaker pouring salt, like. Yep. It's just, packing the salt. She Pour says out. nerf this whenever she like ejects and sends her self-destructing mech at you, like. Yeah. She's, yeah. Um, what about you? Say... What do you think? My favorite so far, uh, in terms to play, probably Genji, which I wasn't expecting, because I was really looking at, like, Mei and Bastion, because they appeal to me on multiple levels, Mei just being, oh cool, a Chinese lady I can kind of see myself in. And then Bastion is like, I've always liked the idea of the robot that forgot its programming and it's suddenly really nice. And, and it turns into a nature. gun, which, as we know from Transformers, is fucking awesome. Well, he turns into like three guns. He's like he's a triple changer. He can, he can turn into a he can turn into a like a mobile turret. He has a gun arm himself, and then he can also turn into a you know a tank with a cannon. Yeah, and that's fun. But Genji, I really like to play just because Cyber Ninja is a really fun thing, and it's something I've wanted a lot. And in also games, because and... you see like a cyborg ninja, but he's a good guy. Like, yeah, he is like, explicitly one of the good guys. Yeah, like, he believes in justice and good things, but he looks super kind of evil. He looks totally like a villain. Yeah, <laughs> he, he looks like, um, in an anime, he looks like the, uh, the big bad lieutenant. <laughs> and basically, Now I'm just like, imagining Genji's design, but in, like, a toku suit. Oh yeah, it would t it would work. It would work it would really be well. Awesome. That's also kind of why I like him. He's kind of like a Toku character. <laughs> He's a but the best ninja. thing I, I like about Genji is that normally I would feel weird about an, a melee only character, but I really like that in terms of a melee only character in essentially you know a game with a lot of people that can shoot. But the fact that he can deflect projectiles and kill other players with that, he can and deflect that he can just... all sorts of projectiles. Yeah, he can just fling his shuriken around in different ways, and that he would just, like, straight-up charge at you with his sword out, and that his, like, actual, um, <laughs> his, his ultimate power is just him unsheathing his katana. Like, because uh, otherwise he just uses his, yeah, like, short- he point. has a sword on his back that he doesn't use. He has a wakazashi. Hmm. So his fight, yes, like, his ultimate ability- His ultimate ability is using his weapon? Yep. Yeah. 
He carries like, he two uses... swords, and he only ever uses one of them until he like, imagine, That's, that's like, fantastic. Like, imagine a character who uses a dagger for most of the time, and then hitting, like, the ultimate ability he gets is, like, him pulling out the actual sword to use on people. That he's carried the whole time and never <laughs> yeah. used. Yeah, no, I like, like that. I like and, that like, a lot. When he, when he unsheaths it, like, a, dra- a spirit dragon comes out as well. Like, it's super yeah, cool. Yeah, he pulls it out, and there's just, like, this green dragon just, like, shows up above his head. Well, yeah, you said he unsheathed his sword. <laughs> Does it happen when you also, guys unsheathe swords? Well, uh, yeah, also, I mean, like, all swords have a have a spirit in them, right? <laughs> <laughs> I also like that um, he can double jump and mantle, and it's like, I miss that in other characters when I play them, because I just forget that I can't, I'm not super mobile a lot of the time. You're the climb up something, and it's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, I would really say sad. also, in terms of just pure design, I really like Reinhardt. This He's pretty great. big old Germanic grandpa who's a Don Quixote-esque knight with a rocket hammer. It's kind of yep. great. And also his character itself is just really fun. Like, there's a voice line he has where uh, he's talking to Farrah and she's like, you know, Reinhardt, I had a poster of you on my wall when I was a kid. And he just goes, I remember that poster! My hair was amazing! <laughs> and like, I, I was talking to someone else, I, I can't remember, was it you, Tyler? Like, I wish Reinhardt, because of his whole Don Quixote thing, could actually, like, charge, um, the dragons that, get, that, uh, Hanzo shoots. <laughs> and, like, just a single cool. line of dialogue of his would just be, FINALLY! Overwatch is great. We can't yeah, talk about it anymore. Like, we, we, we've answered the question. Welcome to the Overwatch um, cast. Oh, God. Overcast, yeah. Um, Overcast? Jesus Christ. Play that out, we're stealing that idea. Oh my god. So I've got anyway. uh, two questions here, which are kind of linked together, so you can kind of do them both. It's a, First off is, uh, how would you rank all the adventure villains? In terms of oh, how geez. good they are. Um, oh. My Otis, my Otis Mon top, because he had a plan and pretty much carried it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I can't decide, like, any, like, my Otis one is on top, and then, I don't know, like, the Dark Masters were the kind of... I'll put, I'll put, I'll put Piedmon right. next, because he actually accomplished some stuff. Like, he nearly yeah, won yeah, if it weren't for another... Yeah, he's the most effective another... of the Dark Masters. Yeah. yeah. And I really liked Puppetmon because of the one episode with TK. Yeah, his... Yeah, Puppetmon is fucked up. up. So Puppetmon goes, like, after Piedmon, in my opinion. Yep. Yeah. And then it's Devimon because Machine Dramon <laughs> and Metal Seedramon are chomps. I would put Metal Seedramon at the bottom because that voice is okay, atrocious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're talking about this guy's shitty Elvis impression. Metal Seedramon is way, just, way worse. If I recall correctly, it's just terrible. Yeah, it, it's awful. Um, I guess underneath, because uh, I guess, you know, then we have uh, Machine Dramon and who else? Like. And they do say, um, you can throw in the lesser villains if you want, in which case... That would take too long. I will put Demi Devamon, like, way up there, because I fucking love him for no particular reason. That's fair. I mean, really, really, the lesson is, like, the Myotismon arc is the best part of the show. Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. It's really good. Uh, And they also ask that since we're starting on the Etamon arc, it's like, is he as funny and entertaining as they remember, or is he annoying and bad? 
And I would say both. Yes, yes to <laughs> both of, of those. Yeah. Like, I'll say, as much as I dislike it, it, it's still, like, he's got personality at least, and it's kind he's of entertaining. He's so bad. annoying and so awful that you can't help but enjoy him. Yeah. He... Like, most of our enjoyment of Devimon came from us making shit up about Devimon. For the most part, <laughs> Devimon just gave the same monologues over and over and, like, shot black gears around. He didn't do much. Yeah, pretty much. Whereas Edamon's got this whole thing where he makes all of these plans that always fall through because they're stupid. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't care because he's awesome and he just charges in anyway. He, yeah, he basic Edamon basically just wants attention. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah. He's... Yeah. Anyway, he's a um, character. So I've got two other questions. One is a joke question just asked by a friend for funsies, which is, "What's your favorite second favorite vegetable?" Which I like simply because of how specific it is about second second favorite. favorite. Yep. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I wouldn't even be our, able to say my yeah. favorite. R- related to our uh, um. Well, actually, hmm, that's maybe... No, no, you want... Actually, I'll stick with this. Related to our uh, pre- previous Australian discussion we had that we uh, recorded, I would say sweet potato. Potato's probably my favorite. Yeah, potato is the best <laughs> oh, see, because it's I'm so fucking versatile. Pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I'm, like, obligated on some level to say sweet corn's my favorite. <laughs> um, you would be lynched otherwise. Oh, well, since let's not go into that... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's no. a state crime. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, um, I mean, you we get a knock we've... at the door. <laughs> even even if I'm not eating it, the other food I eat eats it. So you'll be sacrificed <laughs> to the great cop if you don't chase wheat corn. Yeah. <laughs> well, I shouldn't make jokes about corn gods because those actually existed. Yeah. That was more like that was more like <laughs> central. That was more like Central America, but like that's a thing. Yeah, I guess um, in this case it's more just like. Corn. It's literally just entities? the biggest piece of like cob of corn that's ever been grown. That they just like. Yeah, yeah. The great, the great, the great corn cob who rises from the cornfields every uh, every <laughs> harvest. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> okay. Um, I my second I'll, favorite, I'll, I guess. Just second favorite, then I guess. Oh, I guess I I'll have, have no to go idea. with. You know, I'm gonna go with uh, sugar snap peas. That's a pretty good answer. Yeah. I'll, I'll eat those suckers raw. <laughs> Tyler, did you actually answer what your second favorite was, or did you just say potatoes? I have was your no favorite? idea. Like potatoes, my favorite <laughs> because you make chips from potatoes, and yeah, yeah. again, they're versatile. Like there is. Oh actually, my god, like, I love chips. God, so second favorite is such a. It's so such hard. a good question. I don't know. I like this. this is why I like this question. Tre- credit to um, <laughs> credit to at Triana Jade, uh, a good friend of mine. Like this is a t- what is like yeah like it took me. A- I was only able to answer as quick as I could because I got the question before any of you two, so it was like, <laughs> you it like took me a while to came think. up with it. I have no idea. Like, genuinely <laughs> clueless. Yeah, honestly, you know what, like I'm the thing is, I just say Vegemite. Is, it, is that a vegetable? Because I don't if care. so, it it's is like my favorite name. ever. You love Vegemite. If potatoes are your favorite, then Vegemite comes a close second. Yeah, very close. <laughs> like so close Vegemite that you wouldn't well even be able to tell the difference. Vegemite might as well be like a staple, you know, vegetable in Australian diets. It is a staple of my diet, yes. Okay, guys, uh, (laughs) follow-up, follow-up question. Okay. What's your second favorite Vegemon? Red Vegemon? Yeah. Okay, cool. I only know two. two. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I mean, there's Are one of two answers you can give. Well, actually, I don't know if that's true. No, 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 Wiki, no. Vegemon. I, okay. No, oh. no, no. Look, I need to go to work in like a, like 20 minutes or so. No, we can't go to the Wiki. That's going to eat up an hour at a time. Variation. Anyway, oh, Apparently, no, there's a. God oh, nope, nope. Nope, this is important. Variations of Vegemon Red Vegemon and Weedmon. Weedmon? Weedmon? Um, <laughs> it is. A darker version of Vegemon. That's a blunt way of putting it. Yeah. Oh my god. Is this thing real? It's got a card, so it must be. <laughs> oh my god. That is awesome. We can't oh, dwell on I... this, though. Next question. Okay, next question. Which is for my girlfriend. Who I love very much, and I'm saying that only to preface this because this fucking question. And I'm pretty sure she asked me this in retaliation to me texting her asking. This is. I'm just gonna read a text conversation I had with her while we were recording. Speaking of Digimon, does the Bible mention anything about little pig dogs turning into angels? <laughs> <laughs> dot, 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 dot. No, there's no mention of Patamon digivolving into Angemon in the Bible that I know of. And dot, dot, dot. I do know my Bible well enough. And before I could even answer the next, ask the next question, she just went, or cats turning to angels either. She, <laughs> she, fucking, she knew what I was going to ask. But anyway, the question she asks, and because she loves attention, even though it's a locked account, you can find her on Twitter, at PoeticGecko. She asks, what Digimon character would you date? Now, oh because they're all children, I'm going to take this to mean actual Digimon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think she quite really thought that question out, so, um, yeah, translating Well, I mean, in Try, they're, like, 17, which is still somewhat creepy, but slightly yeah, less Yeah, because, so. like, uh, yeah, like, we're in our, like, <laughs> we're all we're way beyond our teens, so. again, to remind us of our age and, you know, mortality. Closer but, to you know. 30 than 20. By a long way. Ah, <laughs> uh, suck shit. Well, well, me and, me and Joel are. <laughs> Tyler, you're still a you know, spring fucking I'm children. 22, so. Fuck you. Suck shit. Anyway. Um, I have, I don't know. I mean, I'm just gonna say Omnimon. But he has. I no mean, hands. it's it's two it's two guys. Like that would be price a of one. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> I can do with polyamory. <laughs> um. Okay, actually, no, actually, no, 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 no. I change my answer. Change my answer. Stingmon. Sting yeah, Mon. you. Yeah, that you would. Yeah. yeah. You would. <laughs> um, Don't kink shame my toku fascination. <laughs> I'd probably, uh, I don't know, Gomamon because he's hilarious. Yeah, Gomamon would be fun. Uh, or like Magna Angemon because that voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm now just thinking of something terrible instead of like his. He has a really sexy voice. God. <laughs> what about you, Joel? Who are you going to go for in your official canon Digimon relationship? Yeah. Yep. I gotta ship my. I gotta ship myself so with someone. Shit. Yeah. Whatever you answer, like, what, so whatever your final answer is in this episode is now canon, and we will be sticking with it. Yep. Oh God, that's a lot of pressure. Hehehehe. <laughs> 
right, you kill him, man. Boy. Look, I'll say <laughs> there's so many options. Hey, I've heard so about your choices um... here. Joel's just frantically looking through the wiki at the moment. <laughs> 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 like, I know for a fact if this was like. If this was on TWA and it was asking about which Zord you date, I know you'd answer straight away the Dragon Zord. Well, who wouldn't? <laughs> I know, exactly. Like, there's at least an easy answer there. But, like, this is tough, because, like... Listen, Joel, we know for a fact that you told us that the first cartoon character you looked up porn of was Anja Woman. That's true. I mean, yeah. You just say that, it's fine. But... We're not going to consider you, like, vanilla or anything. <laughs> Considering what Angel Woman wears, I don't think she's very vanilla. No. God, no. <laughs> vanilla would be, like, the obvious choice of Renamon, which a lot of people would go for. So many I gotta be honest, well, I think shit. I'd go for Lady Devimon over, over Angel Woman. Hey, that's a Wee. pretty good answer. I'm into that. Mm. <laughs> she's got a lot of reach. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> well, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay, we so have, we settle it. We I would date Stingmon, Joel would date, so Joel, Joel would date Lady Devimon, and Tyler, so you're settling on Magna Angemon. I'm going for Magna Angemon. <laughs> boy, so boy, they... like, double dates are going to be awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it's just me and Stingmon just hanging out, me and my bug man. <laughs> me and my bug man, okay. Whatever listener writes the first, like, uh... Moncast fanfiction, please title it Me and My Bugman. Oh, yeah, that's the title of this episode. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I... I think we should finish that, because I think Jules has work in, like... Yeah, and also, yeah, yeah let's finish minutes. on us dating Digimon, yes. <laughs> yeah, we've sunk so low, I cannot believe that we... Mm. Alright. This is, oh, this is the problem. This is the problem when we ask for questions and always answer them. Yep. <laughs> I mean, um, I mean, Jules can't talk. Like, her, su- one of her first suggestions for questions for Teenagers with Attitude was, yo, what cartoon characters do you want to bone down on? Like, yeah. definitely not answering that here. <laughs> Yet. I mean, I, I could probably I could probably think of some ones I haven't already mentioned. Yeah, we're, no, we're signing off. No, I have to off. go to work. As fascinating yes. as this is, I need to go to work. So, so Jules, can you want to you want to explain why you were week. late? Oh. Well, you see, well, um, you see, <laughs> Digimon so are sexy sometimes, <laughs> especially if they're like bug men. So there's a wiki I need to show you. <laughs> I think that's yeah, grounds for we, termination. We need to sign this off. We're we're done here. All right. <laughs> Well, tune in next week as we finally get to a good episode. Uh, I've been Tyler. I've been Jules. Uh, I will continue to be Joel. And we hope so. <laughs> yeah, Ty is a horrible person. See everyone next week. <laughs> The concert sensation of the server continent is back. All right, it's Etamon the King. There is nothing entertaining about Etamon. He has the power to... Okay, so I know some background to uh, to there being Johnny Depp drama. I don't know if this is the same Johnny Depp drama, but I know there was D- Johnny Probably. Depp drama. Because, yeah, 
when he came over for filming the new Pirates movie, he, like, smuggled in his dogs. Yep. Yep, I heard about that. And, um... Instead of just, you know, fining him and taking him to court like an ordinary person would for breaking by security laws, our Deputy Prime Minister was like, no, we need, like, an apology video. And you need to be sincere in your apology about breaking our laws or we're going to kill your dogs. Yeah, right, much. and he'll get the boot, right. Yeah, and then it came out, like, two days ago that they got, like, a divorce. And well, then there's other stuff attached to that, yeah. which... But our deputy prime minister was like, yeah, 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 it, it, it's totally because of me, right? <laughs> this yeah, is not a good of... thing. Like, yeah, I can see, I can see a direct through line between, um, yeah, make an example of pet smuggling to <laughs> divorce. Yeah, makes sense. In all, in all honesty, there is some nastiness involving abuse that we won't get too much into, but at the same time, it just shows our Deputy Prime Minister, like, that's his sort of character. Yeah. He uh, decided that when Australia put a ban on live animal exports to Indonesia, mm-hmm. that they were going to punish us by sending refugees. Like, the interview basically went... Essentially, like, yeah, well, the second we put on that ban, in- the Indonesian government was incredibly mad. And what do you know? After that, we get a lot of refugees. And the interview was like, are you suggesting that the Indonesian government is purposely sending, like, refugees to Australia because of that? Well, I mean, it's a coincidence, but, you know. It you happened. <laughs> I can think of a few problems with that. Yeah, just a few. Just a few. And then also, there's a. <laughs> he's continuing this weird trend of our la- of our latest politicians, and they're like, them being weird with vegetables in, like, oh. publicity stunts. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, I'm gonna stop you there. Being weird with vegetables. Okay, um, okay, okay, right. okay. Last I gotta prime find minister, you the last video prime minister of Tony Abbott during... and the Onion. Yeah, last prime minister Tony Abbott. Uh, basically, during the first some sort suggestion of stuff, like you're visiting. YouTube. Yeah, he was like. Visiting, like, farmers or whatever, and essentially, it resulted in him, like, being handed an onion. What he did with the onion was, well, like, the video show show, and I'll describe it after Joel watches it. Playing now. Oh. Yep. He bites into the onion! It's like a, a raw, raw onion. onion! With skin and all. Who does that? Why? And he just bites into Why? it and goes, yeah, it tastes good, guys. This man was in charge of Australia! Oh, he he was did elected. this twice, I might mention. Why? <laughs> I need to find you the ultimate defining clip of Tony Abbott. Why? Why did he take the bite out of the onion? Why? I guess he likes onions. But, like, it's one thing if this was on one madcap politician who's kind of lost it a little bit in the running towards elections? No, he was, like, our prime minister at this point. Elected. Like, fully sworn in. <laughs> what? Oh, this God. is, like, the defining aren't, aren't Tony Abbott moment. Someone asked him a question, and this is how he answered. On camera. Actually, you kind of don't. <laughs> <laughs>
can't believe this actually happened. Like, he just nods. <laughs> like, he just walks up. Like, the man has no fucking clue what he was doing. Oh my god. And then. And then, so yeah, Barnaby Joyce, Deputy Prime Minister, the guy who claims he ruined Johnny Depp's marriage, and the one who suggests that the Indonesian government is the one sending refugees to us because we ban put a ban on live animal exports. This is a picture of him recently of him holding, like, basically a sweet potato up to his face like he's about to, like, whisper sweet nothings into it. <laughs> yep. Let me see if I can find that picture. Like, yeah, here we go. Here you go, Joel. My sweet, sweet potato. No, like, you joke. That's actually the look on his face. This is next to our current prime minister on the left. Here's what people thought of our old prime minister. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, he is, uh... He is thinking some thoughts. <laughs> He's gonna take about that, that and put it somewhere that is inappropriate yeah. for all ages. He's like, mmm, this is some real sweet potato. This is like a potato that's gonna get sweeter. <laughs> well, I don't think sweeter is, is quite right. Well, okay, it's all a matter of perspective, but in his eyes, like. <laughs> Whoa. It's like that look on his face is just so. Like, okay. For the listeners at home, it's the look of someone who creepily sniffs someone's hair. Oh yeah, no, there was a there was a shuddering Tony did sigh that. emitted moments after this photo was taken. <laughs> Tony Abbott did that. He went to go kiss a baby. Oh yeah. And the woman was like, "No, you're not kissing my baby," and just like turned away. So he just like stuck his face into her hair and had like a big sniff. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah. So there's a picture of Tony Abbott sniffing a baby. Sniffing the mother's hair while she holds a baby. Oh, that's right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> just, just... Man, that's some Ted Cruz level of uncomfortable. <laughs> but like, how... <laughs> yeah, pretty, what? pretty much. How? Sorry, I can only contextualize it in terms of American politicians. <laughs> is all I know. No, that's fair enough. But like, how? How does this keep <laughs> happening? It doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, what what were their platforms they ran on? <laughs> Who knows anymore? I mean, I one of my it was revealed that was, we were uh, the one, uh, the one country in the UN who asked to be taken out of like a list of countries that should acknowledge like climate change. Yeah, there was a climate report was put out, and Australia specifically asked for all sections relating to us to be removed. Like nah, we I, we don't want to be part of this. We live under a I, hole in the ozone layer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you can really do that. <laughs> That's like that is I don't know. It's because That's... there was a whole chapter on the Great Barrier Reef and the fact that it's completely fucked. And dying. yeah, um, that's not that's not news. That's everyone knows about that's, that. You can't really yeah, bury that under the rug. The government was like, no, no, but we spent all this money lobbying to make it so that. You know, the reef isn't classified as in danger, and this might make people think it's in danger. Because it is! What? Yeah, it being in danger makes people think it's in danger. I don't know what it, I'm It's dying! Like, what is... 
Which, to be fair, so will the rest of us in about 20 years, so it doesn't really matter. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> but Jesus Christ, our government, I don't, like... Yeah. Like, okay, like, American like, politics seems very much like celebrity gossip 24-7. Australian politics is just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? It's just a it's circus. A, they wish it could be celebrity gossip, but they're all just too weird for it to work. <laughs> Yeah. No, you guys are more on the level of Japanese game show. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna lie. God. There was um, one guy in, I think it was the West Australian state government, who, uh, he was barred from entering the chamber because um, he was reported as sniffing the speaker's chair and then, like, rolling around in bliss. Okay, now you're talking about like a dog that somebody jokingly elected to office, right? I mean, it's like that penguin that's that mayor of town up in like Alaska. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but like, honestly, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if there was just a dog in Australian Parliament anymore. just wearing like... a man suit. No, not even that. That that would be like no, just like a just like a fetching bandana or something. That's all he needs. Seems like it would be a real step up for you guys. I don't. Apologize. Why? Why? <laughs> just think. Just think of that campaign. Vote Rusty 20, 2016. Probably He's a good boy. Win. Like, <laughs> not joking. You probably win. Yeah. You get a blue healer and say he's true. He's a true blue healer. Like, like uh... that'll be it. That would be oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. The spin writes itself, and you don't have to worry about him saying anything embarrassing on camera. <laughs> You say, say, oh, like, like the, honestly, if a dog ran for liberal here and its slogan was basically, you know, I don't know, good economy, dog, good boy, it would win. Yes. It would probably yeah. win. It, it probably would. <clears throat> it's just ridiculous. Like, it's one of the things where you actually kind of look at Australia and go, how is it still functioning? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people make fun of the whole it started as a penal colony thing all the time, but if you really think about it... It's mostly funny as well because we actually have, like, several advancements in a lot of areas that hey, are really impressive. But... <laughs> I don't know. This is... Oh, it's a very... It's a very... It's a nation of extremes. Let's say <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's actually a good way yeah. of putting it. Like, hey... We've, we we were like one of the first countries to actually have like, um, proper like, uh, like with the plastic money. Like it's hard as shit to counterfeit. It's really good currency in that regard. It's strong and like none of this we, fucking weird well, ass paper it's money. Well, physically, bullshit. physically strong. Let's be let's be very yeah, clear. Here. Oh, yeah. Hey hey, 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 like three years ago, it was like at one hundred and ten US cents. It was it was. It was great. You could buy so shit great. online for so, so cheap. Great. And now it's at like what seventy five. Something like that. It's just kept. It's, it's, it's just very kept sad. Like... <sighs> yeah. And there are things about like our, our country, like on a state by state level, I'm very proud of. But man, of you know, I'd, man. I'd say the I'd say the same thing about America, to be honest. No, America's yeah, that's got fair too enough. many states. <laughs> it's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> Why you have so many states? <laughs> I like. Yeah, how... no, they could as 
as far as I'm concerned, like I live in the Midwest where our states are huge and easy to keep track of. As far as I'm concerned, the East Coast should condense into like okay. three. You say your states are huge. I'm pretty sure that all of the states in the Midwest are smaller than every state in Australia except one. I mean, it's a relative, it's a relative thing, but we also like fill our country a lot better than you guys do. That's because like 90% of our country is uninhabitable wasteland. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's true, but... That's the thing, like, you, again, I still can't wrap my head around it. We live under a hole in the ozone layer. Like, all of our population is on the coast. All, uh, so much of our tourism is dependent <laughs> on the environment and the, like, coastal reefs and just the general state of the country in a physical nature. And yet, climate change doesn't exist to our politicians. <laughs> Well, look, look, when you quote. probably get a lot of money from oil concerns, oh, no, and no, it's no, a lot oil. easier no, it's to... it's not oil, it's, it's coal. coal. All right, same difference. <laughs> like, we're sucking, look, we're not even in the right century for fossil fuels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the thing! It's, like, it's a direct <laughs> quote from our former <laughs> prime minister like, that says to, climate like, change is absolute crap. Like, you go to America, it's like, okay, fine, like, big business, like, lobbyists, fair enough. You come to Australia, it's like this poor fool being taken by a snake oil salesman. Just, like, <laughs> twisting his muscle. <laughs> well, I tell you about the coal business, huh? Oh, oh shit. It's like, just going, coal is going through the roof in other countries. You can get on the ground floor here. It's like, no, no, stop it's, listening to the coal it's like salesman. the iron ore price has, like, friggin' fallen by 80% in the last 10 years. But don't worry, though. We're increasing production by, like, 300%. Also, take into account, we have some of the largest gold reserves in the in the world, which we are, of course, like, exporting a lot of that to China for things like... Uh, and, and other countries for things like, you know, uh, smartphone production. And yet, we complain so much about Chinese people taking over our country. Like, we say the current state of our real estate problem is because Chinese people are coming over and buying all the real estate. But we're giving them... Well, when you're giving them all your money... Yeah, we're giving them all our gold, and I... I don't... And then, and yet, you see all these people who actually own, like, all the property in Australia, the majority is white. So... It's so funny when I mean, you see people talking about, you know, the crazy price of property and how it, it it's so high and it keeps going up. And there's, like, people in the paper where it's like, this is a, a 35-year-old um, property investor who owns 15 properties. And he's like, we really can't let the price of property fall. It would just be disastrous. Yeah. Like, well, maybe we me. shouldn't be asking the guy who owns 15 properties what yeah. he thinks. Meanwhile, what everyone our age is I'm like, cannot, be able to buy a house. like cannot move out unless they get a leg up from <clears> any <throat> sort of like connection or be it you know family or otherwise. Like it's damn near impossible. Yeah. The um, was it the prime minister was on a, a TV show where someone was talking about it's like you know uh, I'm never gonna like my kids are never gonna be able to buy a house because it's just too expensive, and he just goes, "You're quite well off, aren't you?" Yes. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. That's your answer. Buy your kids a house. And it sucks because it literally is <laughs> like, the ah, only, all right, only cool. answer. Like, that's the only actual answer. My dad's uh, always said, yeah, I'll help you buy a house. Like, I'll help you look. I'll help you decide which one you want. But you're fucking paying for it. 
Like, I mean, that's... <laughs> like, the only people I know our age who've moved out successfully in, like, say, for example, you know, primarily uh, Sydney and Melbourne, the two, like, our most, you know, populated and uh, busiest um, capital cities in Australia, the only people I know our age who've moved out have been basically like, oh, like, a relative owns a property so we can pay cheaper rent. Mm. And or even then, it's like the, tiny uh... place. They do the share house thing where it's like five mm. people living in a three-person house. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, sure, sure. I know, I know a couple. I know like someone at work There's who's a bit done. younger than me who's getting married, and straight oh, up is like living in one of those share houses, that's, and yet that's here's the, thing the fucked that, um... up thing. Like, just to, <laughs> she says it is cheaper because her um her fiance is European, I think uh, Spanish. And basically, they're getting married over there um, because that's where his family is. It's cheaper there to rent a castle for a wedding than it is to actually rent a property just for them, <laughs> them in Sydney. Like, so well, that's 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 because a <coughs> man or woman's home is a castle. Oh god! God damn it, Tom. Oh, so, we can't talk about the. Castle. Are you are you interested? I'm. I've I've taken I've taken to selling security systems. You, you, are you no, you you've just you've just accidentally stumbled into like an Australian icon of the movie called The Castle, which is the all castle. about. It's about that, this family okay. home. Because like in in Australia, the the whole home as a castle is not doesn't relate as so much to castle doctrine. It's more a case of just it's yours. Like this is your thing. And sure, sure. That's honestly how I've yeah. always interpreted the saying. Yeah. Meanwhile, like that movie is like it's a fun-loving, you know, romp basically about a um, family man who basically is being bought out by a company for his uh, property and stuff. And it's just like it, it's a fun comedy, but it's just it's funny. Like a hearing... family that doesn't want to sell their property, so they yeah. go on like a big crusade to save it. Exactly, and it's just like sure. Say... Yeah, I've seen I've seen that movie. I've I've seen many of that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's just funny. But this one's that, Australian, like... so it's the only one we care about in this country. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, like, it's funny because, like, in Australia, the castle, like, and the idea of the, you know, home as a castle is related to a fun-loving family romp of a movie. You say castle, your home as a castle in America, it means something very different and something that kind of scares mm, a lot of people. You think of a lot of different things when you mention yeah. that in the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should move on to Digimon now. <laughs> yeah. I guess we could. I, I've been recording all, right, all of that. I don't know. Let's... Hopefully ever... let's... Stop this recording. Okay, stop the recording.